All right. I think we're live. Excellent. We'll wait for people to get on as usual. And let's see what we got. Huh. I never made it say that. It just did it on its own. You can support me by sending stars. Huh. I never put that. Wonder why it did that automatically. Welcome, welcome, welcome. If you were here, we're going to discuss. What up, Magdalene? What's up, baby? Um, if you guys aren't familiar with uh, the name that just came across the chat, Magdalene made it. Um, check that out. Uh, John Verde, what's up, buddy? Uh, he's from uh, Hey Blue. Um, Make sure you check that out. Nice community program for your police. And I believe his is out of Florida, um, but always a good program to look into. I actually had him on the show. Um, so today, got six people on so far. I put out a video. And full disclosure, maybe I'm not the best at explaining things. Um, so it's much easier to talk about it and actually get out a full clarified thought than trying to put this little fucking um i don't know what to call it real putting out these reels and stuff so um but uh I, my point about my buddy maglin uh made it uh he does laser engraving and all that stuff and um it's really cool because as a in the police world, it's very rare for us to get out there and expand beyond police work and stuff like that. So anytime somebody starts trying to do a business venture um, outside of police work, you know, <clears throat> it's pretty cool. And what he's been able to do is very fun to uh, to watch, watch grow. So um, if you're looking into that stuff, he does more than just laser engraving, I believe. I'm not going to speak for him, but uh, check him out. You know, maybe he'll help you out. Um, so let me, I'm going to get all this stuff together, but just to give you guys kind of the thought process, uh, how this is going to go. First off, everybody be civil. Um, the, the, the texting and typing and stuff tends to lose a little bit of context. So I, people jump my shit for this video I put out. Um, so I'm going to come on here and at least clarify my side a little bit more so people can understand what I know as a cop. Um, and it doesn't mean it's right. So, uh, Frank Soup. Oh, shoot. Friday's with Frank in the house. We have a celebrity, folks. Um, so uh, Jason dies in the house. What's up, buddy? Um, so uh, we'll go through that. First, I'll show the video, the one that I'm talking about. And then I'll, I'll just kind of chop it up from there. Um, give me one second. I am looking for the video. Let's go to yeah, this one right here. Let me meet. Oh, nope, wrong one. Okay, so I am going to share screen. Facebook. Share. Boom. Okay, so this is the one. If you haven't seen this one, I don't know if it's going to let me start it over. Oh, and I don't know if you're going to be able to hear it. Let me unshare this screen real quick. Give me a second. We're going to get through some technical difficulties. Um, drinking a little smoke wagon tonight, guys. Um, a little rye. So let me remove the source. I'll get this video going. I promise. I promise. I'll get it going. I just want to make sure the audio tab was clicked. Yes, it was. Okay. Share. Okay. Now we can put this on. Let me see. And of course it won't let me restart it. I have to do it the dumb way. Okay. So here it is. We will unmute. And I'll let I'll play through it, and then then we'll go back and discuss. So, how you doing today, sir? Don't worry. First and foremost, what do we have here? First Amendment auditor. Can you just wait outside, sir? I guess the best part is to know the rules for this establishment. No, no, no. I, I'm gonna. I'll, I'm I'll gonna talk wait. to you in a minute. Can you wait outside, please? No, no, yeah, thing. no, no, no. This is they asked you to wait outside, so they, you, you have to. No, no, before, before you make a mistake. You can be criminally trespassed from these places, and that's what's happening here. Yeah, I'm going to show it to you. Yes, it's a post office. Yes, it's a public place. But does a public place mean you get the right to be there? Okay, if you don't want to, if you don't want to, 
if you don't want to look at it, just like at a public library, the workers have the right to tell you to leave. Then I'm happy to look at it, but I want you to talk to me. Instead of, instead of making your job to videotape everything, why don't you tell me what's going on? What makes us different from being outside in the public? Those places are called public forums. A library, a jail, even a post office is considered a non-public forum. Can I get your name and badge number? Yes, Officer Hirsch, 5387. Okay, thank you. Therefore, you don't have the right to just be there. Your time to argue is not there on the scene. Your time to argue is in court. No, sir. You're being very unreasonable. Had this man just went outside to discuss with the officer, things could have been cleared up. But because he refused to cooperate with the officer, things probably got a lot worse. I don't know the outcome of this. But yes, it's true. You can be criminally trespassed from a post office. Okay. So, um, first off, let me discuss what my point was with the video. My point with the video was that you can be criminally trespassed from a I'm sorry, you can be trespassed from a public place. You can also be criminally trespassed from a public place. Those those two things are different, but um, there's a misconception that simply because a place is public, you cannot be um, trespassed from there. And that's not true. Now, people <laughs> assume that I meant something else and maybe I didn't explain myself well enough in the um, parameters of a 90 second video that Facebook gave me. So um, I wanted to get on and give kind of more of a long-term discussion and kind of clarify the thoughts. Now, I do admit I had to clip the hell out of that just to kind of get a point across. The point that I was trying to make in that 90 seconds or less is you can be trespassed from a public place. Now, let's get into the First Amendment auditors and stuff like that. So I'm going to give you guys what I understand. It doesn't mean it's right. I'm not an attorney. Um, and people think cops need to know all the laws. I, I believe we should be familiar with some, but it's impossible to know all the laws. So unless you face it a lot or you face it every once in a while, or maybe you've never faced it. There's some officers that have never faced a first amendment issue like this. Okay. So I, I'm being, I'm just trying to be transparent as a cop. Now me personally, I have faced this and luckily I had really good training. Um, but the only reason I got that training was because of guys like Jason Dyes mentioned right now, Audit Sean. He's doing a great thing. I, I, I want to admit that these First Amendment auditors, Second Amendment auditors, I think they are doing a good thing. Kind of. I mean, it has brought awareness. It has brought, brought training to officers because some of them really fucking screw it up. And in this instance from what i can see well let me before we go to that let me let me go back to what i was trying to get to what i understand this law to be so first the difference between a public facility and a public area so public area would be the town square the um the, like outside uh the sidewalk um things like that those are public areas and they're what's considered a public forum those are places that um, are expected to exercise freedom of speech, you know, um, or what else do we got? Um, uh, freedom, uh, like, like protesting stuff like that. That is what a public area is. Now, public facility is not designed for that. So you, you don't just get to show up to a post office, a library, the jail, um, go inside and start protesting or using it for something in a matter in which it's not designed for. That's why like a homeless person can't just grab a tent and say, that, that's a public place. I'm a taxpayer or was a taxpayer, whatever they want to say, but and just post up shop inside of the post office. Can't do that. Um, and just like in a private uh, building, in a public building, there is an agent of the building, which is the worker. So... The workers are the ones that ensure and make the rules for this facility. So if they say that you're being a disturbance or whatever, that's all the officer has to go on. If the uh, if the agent tells the person that's in charge of the building or an agent, you know, one of the workers says, you have to go, then the officer doesn't have a choice. His hands are tied because they told you to leave. They have to afford you the opportunity to leave. And once you refuse that, then the officer can give you a trespass. Now, if in the presence of the officer, you refuse the trust, you, you ignore the trespass warning and you decide to stay because it's your First Amendment right to stay. Now you can be criminally trespassed and that means you can get arrested. Um, I would hope it doesn't come to that. And I would hope the officers are able to talk this stuff out. Now, 
this is how I understand it. I could be wrong, but that this is this maybe this is what this auditor guy's trying to do. Now, it doesn't mean that the cops can just make you leave. I don't believe that. That's not the argument that I'm trying to make anyway. We can't just show up in a public facility and be like, eh, you know what, you got to go. Can't do that. And then the the agent for the building, the 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 manager, whatever you want to call him, they can't just uh, they can't say, you know, I don't like his MAGA hat. He's got to go. However, they can say that you know this person is not using our facility. He's just here. He's not using any of the stuff. He's causing a disturbance. Whatever. I don't know. I don't know how deep the justification, and I'm admitting this. I don't know how deep the justifications have to go for the agent of the building. Maybe y'all can tell me. So I'm going to read some of you guys' comments before I start word vomiting. Okay. So um, first off, let me, I'm scrolling through here, trying to make sure I hit everybody. So um, Frank said, all those guys are scum. They have definitely shown the lack of training. Yeah, they have. And I am not going to say they're scum necessarily. Um, In law enforcement, in relation to that subject, yes. Uh, Tristan Francis said, sadly, some officers consider the badge an overriding factor when it comes to the law. They make the others look bad. Also, some citizens think they are an expert after reading a chapter in a law book. Yes, that on both sides. I think he nailed it. I really do. Um, We do. It's some cops when they don't know what to do, rather than just say, you know, what, I'm not sure. Let me refer to somebody else. This call may take a while. They feel like they need to make a decision right now. And I think that's where we get ourselves in trouble sometimes. Can't just make you can't just make the decisions based off ignorance, you know, or, or ego. So, um, Magdalene said, uh, I'm sorry, Magallan. I always say Magdalene. Uh, Magallan said, um, if business doesn't want you there, they have you trespass. I don't think they have to explain why that's their right as the owner and rep of the business. Now, um, Magallan, I think you're spot on on a private business. Now we're in the muddy waters cause we're talking about like a post office, which is a, public federal building i guess so um it's a little different i think but i don't i i think you're actually pretty close or right when it comes to just being the agent for the building it it kind of acts the same way they can make you leave they can close shop early and say you know what everybody's got to go or you got to go i'm trying to if i'm going to finish up with these people you got to go i'm not 100% sure so um that that's where this debate comes in and people are getting awfully rowdy about, you know, that you swore an oath to uphold the Constitution. Well, here's the problem for me. I, I'm, I'm trying to uphold that oath on both sides. I can't look at a, a business owner and tell them that, you know what, get effed. I, I'm not doing nothing. Um, of course, they got to give me a good, what I would consider a good enough justification. It, it really comes down to... Um, what the agent is saying. If the agent is saying, you know, they're just sitting there filming, I don't want them filming, I'm probably not going to kick that person out. Not for that. Because uh, they're right. They do have a constitutional right to that. But if they're saying they're causing a disturbance because they're putting their cameras in people's faces and it's causing people to not be able to do their job or the patrons to 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 get their stuff and get out... Um, and they're not using the facility in a manner in which it's designed to be used. I, that's a fair argument. Now, me, I might, I might pass the buck on to my sergeant and say, you know what? I don't know what to do here. Um, I may make a call if I'm the sergeant. I may call my lieutenant. I may call. I, I've got some, you know, prosecutors that I may call. Hey, what do I do here? What, what, what do you know about the law? Because this is the part that I want citizens to understand. We don't know the laws like you think we do. We're not lawyers. And it just doesn't work that way. Um, Jason Dye said, uh, "Reason, reasonably articulable suspension. I'm thinking means suspicion. Do do you have of a crime I've committed? So that's the part we'll talk about, Jason. I don't need a crime to be committed, from my understanding. I could be wrong. I don't need a crime to be committed to trespass you from the place." Because a crime hasn't been committed. You're violating some sort of rule, which isn't a law. You're violating some sort of rule in the facility. And the agent of the building is saying you got to go. They could be wrong. 
they could be violating your rights by making you leave, and you can sue them. But the officer is beholden to the agent of the building. He's got to follow that because that is that's their building. In the okay, like I said, I could be wrong, <laughs> but from my understanding, the agent of the building is the one that would be in the wrong, and that is the one that you sue and all that stuff. Shoot, you could probably even sue the officer, but he's only going off what he's being told by the agent of the place. So um, passing the buck up the food chain is genius, Eric. <laughs> well, yes. I mean, if you don't know, what do you want me to do? I'm not just going to leave because it's obviously causing a problem. That's not fair to the person that called. Um, but I could also make the articulation like, hey, you know, Agent, you're being ridiculous. This person isn't doing anything other than sitting in the corner and filming, and, and that irritates you. If that's the case, that's fine. But let's face it, some of these First Amendment auditors don't know what they're doing. They're, they're trying to copy guys like this dude who probably knows what he's doing, and they do it wrong, and they, you know, they get in people's faces. They touch other people there. They refuse to listen to the officer. So um, I know I missed somebody's comment, so I'm going back. I think it was Tristan. Um, I love this, by the way. Thank you for the dialogue, y'all. I'm glad nobody's on here being an asshole. Um, Tristan, I know you said something. I'm, I'm looking for it. Uh, um, if the business building owner does not give the responding officer a reason, they're only jamming up the responding officer and can make his job harder. Yeah, you, you're damn right. And a lot of times that's what happens. We're stuck in a, between a rock and a hard place. Um, Jason said, uh, if it's the public, yes, I do. They are wrong. Sue them both. Yeah, you can sue. That's the thing, too. Um, the burden of a, a lawsuit is very low. You don't need much to sue people and win. You can actually get arrested. The arrest be upheld, meaning it's justified, and still turn around and sue and win. So that comparing those two is not a smart way to compare. You know, like, oh, he won a lawsuit off of this. Well, that doesn't mean anything. Um, let's see here. Uh, no crime need to be committed. They have to give the agent of the building a reason why they want them removed. Yes, they do have to give them a reason. I believe you're right. Um, if the cop solicits a trespass, that's a big suit and get fired. Well, it depends. Uh, and this is the thing. There's nothing's cut and dry. All, every single one of these instances are unique. So it depends on what's being told to the officer. If the officer is being told by the agent, this person's causing a disruption. I asked them to leave and they refuse. That is the burden. That, that's all that the officer needs technically on a trespass. So I can go write it up. Hey, man, they want you to leave. You're not welcome back here. Um, usually a trespass warning, at least in Texas, I think is a year. Um, and if you refuse to leave after that, then you get arrested. Now, the the argument that I would make is as the First Amendment auditor, you can still win your point across if that trespass warning given is wrong. But you got to go argue in court. I would not recommend sticking it out and trying to double down because I don't think that gives you any extra ammunition. That's just my thought. I don't, I don't like I said, I'm not a pro at this, guys. I'm, I'm learning as I go, too. So um, let's see here. Uh, oh, oh, look, I can click people's things. I would assess the reason why the subject is being asked to leave and try to see if I could determine if the employee is unreasonable. Agreed. As to why and if I believe they are, then I would ask to speak to their boss and explain the issue with what's being... Yes. And, and, and uh, McGowan makes a great point um, that I, I tried to make in when I was typing responses to a couple guys that were really, you know, getting on me. Um, I'm not going to rush to this. I am going to try everything in my power to talk it out and, and try to come to some sort of reasonable finish. I don't want to arrest anybody. Um, Cause let's face it, this guy is not, he's not a danger to society. He's not out there, you know, killing, raping, stealing. He's, he's actually sort of in a, in a, in a weird way, uh, creating a public service. So, um, even when they're wrong, if they're wrong, then they're, they're learning themselves. So, um, let me keep going here. If cop solicits trespass, that's a big lawsuit and can get fired. I mean, you're not wrong. You could it just depends on what state you're in too. <laughs> um, 
but if I'm explained to the employee that there's a disturbance and other witnesses support the disturbance and it's time to go, that is, I, I agree with you, Magdalene, uh, Magdalene. Uh, I don't want them here is a reasonable, is a reasonable reason here on the Texas Gulf coast from Tristan Francis. Um, and that's how I understand it. If they're just like, I want him to go. I think that's it. If they said, I want him to go because he's Jewish or I want him to go because he's got a MAGA hat or something like that. Now we're talking like clear discrimination, something like that. That's not going to fly. You can't do that. Um, uh, the property owner has to initiate a request for the trespass. Um, yes, I agree with you. Not the co- And that's what I was trying to get to, Jason. We can't just show up there and be like, yeah, this guy's a, this guy's a douchebag. He's got to go. Like, that's not my determination. I'm not going there on my own. Uh, I'm being called there. So as an officer, I'm being called. It's not me just showing up and deciding this person's got to leave. Um, I have a complainant. I have hopefully some cooperating evidence behind that. I'm sure there's cameras in every place so they could show if the person's being, I mean, that's how deep I would try to go with it because I know what the, I know what time it is. I know what's going on. I know it's a first amendment order. I'm going to be on, I'm going to be on my toes with that because I'm not trying to get wrapped up for that. So, um, let me see here. Uh, also the state can't be the complainant. Um, well, the officer can't be the complainant in this particular instance. Um, but the agent for the building can definitely be, and that, that doesn't count as the state from my understanding. Again, not a lawyer could be wrong. Um, a court of law is always the best place to debate responding officers, not on site. Yes. Agreed. Agreed. Um, and trust me, I'm not trying to get wrapped up to go to court anyway. I, if I could just leave there and you both kind of get what you want, that would be the best case scenario. (laughs) So, um, the constitution is law enforcement's best friend because a lot of politicians money belongs to you and has been stolen for years. Don't make me get Oliver Anthony out here. Left my ass off. Um, I, I do agree, but here's the problem. Look, we're, there's other officers in here and even us are debating the constitution because we're not lawyers and it is not cut and dry. I mean, shit, we can't even get the second amendment to agree on anything. <laughs> so, um, and, and I'm very pro 2A, man. I'm like, you know, the more guns, the more better. I like guns. So, um, but uh, Jay, if you don't stand for your rights, you lose them. Agreed. Agreed. And and again, this is kind of why I like these First Amendment orders because they they sharpen our skills and make us better cops. Um, I truly believe that. Now, the manner in which some of them do it, I wish they they could do it much nicer. Let me put it that way. But there's cops that could do their job much nicer too. Um, so it, it, it's it's just human nature. And if I could get anything across, it would just be be a little more human to each other. You know, as hippie as that sounds like, man, some of these guys. But to be fair, to be fair, any of my letter candy fans out there, um, some of these guys are just out for money. So they they're they're going all out. Sucks. Uh, direct D is the worst on cops. I don't know what that means, Jason. Spell better. <laughs> direct D is the worst. Directed is the worst cops. I don't know what that means. So um. Yeah, if anybody else out there is listening um, and wanting to try to kind of catch up, basically a guy goes into a post office and uh, he's a First Amendment auditor. And then the debate started. Can you be trespassed from a public place? Yes, you can. Um, but people wanted to dig deeper into that. And they were arguing. The The counter was, if you didn't break a law, you can't be trespassed. Now, there's a difference. There's two different types of trespass. There's a trespass warning and then there's a criminal trespass, which you're arrested for. So you can be trespassed from a public place. That is a real thing. So you can be. (laughs) And if you ignore the trespass, then you will be arrested more than likely if you get caught violating that trespass. So that's the law that you're breaking. It's not that you're breaking any laws by showing up and filming or doing that. It's the fact that the criminal, that the trespass warning was given. And as long as the trespass warning that was given was justified, which is up to the courts, unfortunately, afterwards, um, then you get criminally trespassed, which means you get arrested. 
That's how I understand this. Now, full disclosure, I'm not a lawyer, not claiming to be an expert at this. And in this further shows the debate that people think cops need to know all this stuff by heart. And it's just not possible. We can't. Lawyers don't even. Judges don't. They have to refer back to books and do all this stuff. Police are, are have to make a call within a reasonable amount of time while they're there. Um, they don't have all day to sit and go through law books and, you know, as, as shitty as that sounds. Um, yes, type it in, check it out. Like, if, if my little quick basic understanding fits, I ask my Sarge, hey, this is what I'm thinking. Am I right? And he says, yep. That, that's about as far as the checks and balances can go on the scene at the time. That's why we have court, guys. That is why we have court. We go and discuss it at court afterwards. Is it a big headache for everybody? Yeah, but if we're going to take the time and sit there and argue about it, that's that's what we got to do because I, I'm not an expert. You're I'm probably not an expert. I don't know. Um, uh, Direct D is the worst on cops. Uh, he shows up yelling, fuck off, pig shines bright lights in their face, blah, blah, direct D. Oh, that's the guy's channel. Okay, I see what you're saying. Every order an officer gives has to be lawful. Yes, you guys should know the constitutional laws, and you should have about triple or more pay and longer training. Hey, I don't disagree with that, but you literally get what you Here's part of the problem, Jason. We don't get paid the amount that you need us to be experts in all of those things. And there's no way to get those because if you tell somebody they have to be a constitutional expert, you're basically holding them to the standards of an attorney and you don't pay them when an attorney gets and you don't give them the schooling that an attorney gets. So you have to up the training. And then if you up the training, then you got to up the pay. All of that stuff has to balance out. And we're just talking about the Constitution. We haven't even gotten into, uh, you know, fighting, shooting, um, to two very rudimentary basic things that require years and years to become experts at. Um, and then, uh, you know, medical. Like, now I have to also be a medical expert because if I'm going to treat people, I should have known that I got to, you know, apply pressure to a main artery and know all, I mean, there's basics, which is how we are in medical. We can stop a bleed by applying pressure. There's some basic things that we know, but it would be no different than you expecting us to know when to do a trach or know when to, you know, it's the same level. I mean, I, at least I, that's kind of the argument that I'm thinking. Um, let's see. Uh Tristan says the auditor obviously knows that you can be trespassed. They didn't show up filming wearing nothing but flip flops and a speedo. There are reasons they have, they have my eyes are crossing. There are reasons to have anyone removed from a building as with most laws. The reason can be vague. Yeah, that that's how I understand it. I'm with you. That's how I understand it. More training requires more tax dollars. Ain't nobody wanting that, but <laughs> you're, you're not wrong. Not wrong. Um, so it, it's tricky. It's tricky to navigate. Look, you got a bunch of cops on here with varying levels of expertise and time in, and we're talking about it. We can't, you know, necessarily get it nailed. Uh, we got other people, um, you know, citizens, Jason, people that that try to study this stuff all the time and um, I know Jason personally, and I know that he is a big constitutional guy. He digs into that stuff pretty deep. Um, but w that's what he spends his time doing. Me as an officer, you know what I spend my time doing? Like just two days ago, I was studying leadership for, for the whole day. And then the day before that I had to study, uh, I had a new site aperture, a red dot that I had to learn about before I could even put it on my weapon. And then you have legislative updates, which have nothing to do with constitutional stuff. It's all legislative stuff. And then I got city ordinances that get updated. And then I got um, procedural justice, cultural awareness, um, uh, dog bite training. So I don't shoot dogs unnecessar unnecessarily. And then you got, but I mean, there is a lot. There's so much more. I mean, people look at cops as dumb people. They're kind of a jack of all, but master of none. There's a lot of stuff that the citizens want us to do. Um, 
And I'm not complaining about that. It's awesome. That's why I like being a cop. There's so much stuff I get to learn, but I can't be a master at all of it. It's just not possible. I can be really good at a few things, and I am really good at use of force, understanding when and when you can't do that stuff. I'm really good at de-escalation, community relations. I'm really good at that stuff. I know what my strengths are, but I also know what my weaknesses are. Obviously, I, I'm, I got a weakness here. That's why I wanted to discuss it. I recognize that in myself. Hey, I got a weakness. Let's talk about it. This is how I understand it. Now let me get some feedback from y'all. This is how I learn and grow, and I'm not getting paid for it. This is on my own time. Do you guys do your job on your own time? That's a question to ask yourself. That's a way to self-reflect and maybe have a little more understanding towards law enforcement. I'm not saying be a bootlicker. I get that a lot from the trolls. <laughs> but uh, I, I am asking for a little bit of you know humanizing and understanding, which is what I will hope to do with y'all when I have to run across you in the streets as a police officer. Um, man, my room is... This computer is cooking me. I don't. It may look to y'all like this room is large. It's not. It's very small. It's in my garage, and we redid it as a bedroom. And so there's like very little insulation, and it's in Texas. It's hot, so this room gets sweaty when I shut this door. Um, let's see. But um, Jason Die, uh, want me to give you the best police response backed up by the case law and the Constitution approach to the auditor to make sure they stay in public area. And if you can see it from a public area, they are allowed to film it. Agreed. Agreed. Uh, the filming thing isn't the issue. I don't think that's the issue. Um, thin line rock station. Oh, thin line DJ. I'm sorry. Uh, JJ's in the house. What's up, buddy? Appreciate you. We did an episode with them. Um, let me finish reading what Jason's got here. Uh, approach the auditor, uh, film it. Uh, sorry, I already said that. Now you go to the people who called on them and explain to them at the caller that this is a First Amendment protected activity and that they have every right to film. Agreed. I, that's not the that's not the debate. Um, so I, I I'm hoping I'm making that clear. The filming part is not the debate. The debate is. Does the agent of a public facility have the right to ask people to leave? If they do, what justifications do they need? Does it have to be a law that's broken? Or does it just have to be them saying, I want this person to leave? They're causing a disturbance. So I, I'm assuming this will catch up to you in a second, Jason. So I, there's probably a little bit of lag time. Um, I uh, <laughs> Fun fact I learned um, that when you do lives that all of the social medias, I think, that it's going through have some sort of AI that creates an intentional lag because some people have been like killing themselves uh, on social media. It's kind of morbid. So fun fact. Um, so I'm going to assume that this what I said the debate will be will get to you. So um, as a former bouncer in a bar, I've seen the. What the citizen wants officers to do isn't always what the officer is allowed legally to do. I don't want your job. I commend anyone doing it. Yeah, that's that's fair. Um, and then Jason says they have the right to ask and we have the right to politely refuse. And yes, the law has to be broken. See, that's where the debate comes in because I don't think that's true. And I can tell you in practice, I have seen this. I didn't personally deal with the First Amendment auditor. I was a backup person. But the the ending, the end findings of when we were there for this First Amendment auditor was that the agent asked them to leave and they had to leave. Otherwise, they would get a trespass. And the way that we explained it to the auditor was, just like I was saying earlier, here, use this trespass, make your argument in court saying, hey, this is, they violated my rights. Because I don't want you to get to the point where we criminally trespass you and then have to arrest you. I don't want that. And the auditor was cool. Like, he's like, I agree. He's like, this is enough. And he did. He left. So um, that was, that's how it worked for us. And it was upheld. Like, the, I, as far as I know, nothing ever came of that. Um, so let me see here. And, and Jason, the law that's being broken is you violating the trespass. That's what I'm getting at. That is where the law gets broken. I can, the, the, the agent of the facility can say, Hey, you got to go. And then they have to afford you the, they have to afford you the time to leave. And the officer being present says, Hey, they told you, you got to go. So you got to go. And then here's your, 
criminal trespass. I keep saying that. Here's your trespass warning, which is on a piece of paper. It's not a ticket or anything like that. It just means you can't come back. And if you refuse to leave after that, that's where it becomes criminal because you are no longer, um, you, you, you ignored the, the trespass warning and that's where it becomes criminal. You can get arrested. Um, you're not being arrested for filming. You're not being arrested just for being there. You're being arrested because you were given a trespass warning that was justified or legal because the agent said so. Now the argument for why that agent wanted you trespassed, that can be debated easily. Go to court on that. Oh, they wanted me trespassed just because I was filming. Okay. Us courts, we agree. Here's your lawsuit. You win. Whatever else happens from there. But I don't think the cop has a choice. I think the cop's got to listen to the agent of the facility. I think. <laughs> I think. I, I'm being totally honest with you guys. I don't know. I don't 100% know. I'm just telling you where my confidence level is at on this. Um, Let me see here. Uh. And yes, the last big uh, the bar is private property. Yep, private property is is different. Um, no, Jason, don't send me case laws and all that stuff. I'm not not studying the law. <laughs> I, I'm not in this situation. I ain't got time. I got too much shit going on. Oh shit! Um, anybody else out there wants to chime in? Go ahead. What are we at? We're at 36 minutes. Yeah, this doesn't have to take forever. I did just want to get on here and kind of give a clarification and talk about it. Um, I have to be breaking a law in a public property because we have every right to be there. Agreed. You have every right to be there. I can't be trespassed unless I'm breaking a law. That is not true. That's where you're wrong. I know this part. You can be trespassed for violating a rule. You could be trespassed for them saying they simply don't want you there anymore. Because they are the agent of the building. That's how I know it. And, and and again, I could be wrong, but that's what I'm debating with you. I think you're wrong. It's a constantly constitutionally protected activity, right to free press. Agreed. Agreed. I'm telling you, I can't show up, see you recording, and tell you to go. I can't do that. We agree. However, where this is where our, you and I are debating, Jason, is if the agent of the facility, the Karen, the manager, whatever you want to call him, says he's got to go. Okay. And that's all I need. I don't have to, as far as I know, I don't have to have any more than that other than that she's the agent for the place. Am I going to do that? No. I'm going to try to work it out. I'm going to try to get more facts, figure out more things, figure if out we can work through it, figure if out if I can educate the agent and say, you know, he's just a First Amendment auditor. They just want you, they want you to do this. I'm trying to avoid you getting hemmed up and, and letting this person win a bunch of money off of you. Um, so unless you can give me some more reasons like, hey, they they push some people out of the way. They were whatever it is. Um, I would suggest to you to not boot them out. I'm going to try to use my word skills to, to, to calm it out. So um, they are government actors as well. They work for the public. True. But the building in itself has to be managed and, and worked. And, and even though the government owns it, the person that they got in charge is the person that has the rights to, they can lock that building up and not open for the day. And you can't come in. So they can, like I said, they can, they could, they could shut up shop right there. Even though their, their hours are nine to five, they could say we're closing at four and they, they can tell everybody they got to go. So, um, Tristan said, I believe in the instance of government buildings, the original trespass will not apply to the person if they only, if they return only for the purpose of doing business, mailing a letter, in the case of a post office, you can be trespassed from hospital. Yes, I think you're right. But if you have a medical emergency, they have to take you. Um, same, I, I, I think you're right on that, and I'm guessing, but it makes sense. <laughs> it makes sense that if they did show up with a bunch of mail and they're like, I got to mail these letters, even though they're trespassed, I would think that the post office would be like, all right, we'll take those. But once we have that, you got to go. Um. Let's see. Uh, that's different. Pushing someone is impeding on them. Yes, I, I agree. But I, I, again, so um, 
Lisa, thank you for your service, Detective Levine. Oh, thank you very much. Appreciate that. Um, let me think. I'm trying to try not to beat a dead horse here. Uh, <laughs> but just to clarify, clarifying to you, Jason, um, uh, and anybody else, it's I don't disagree with most of what you guys are saying. I don't. I'm just saying as a police officer, if the agent of the building tells us you have to go, the, the, the bottom line is that we have to listen to them, do a trespass warning, let you know you got to go, afford you the right to leave. And if you refuse to go after the warning, that is where the criminal violation is and you get arrested for that, not for filming, not for being there, none of that. So, um, and, and Jason, the, I thank you, buddy. This is why I like having the talk because now you can hear my tone. You can understand the context of what I'm saying. We're, we're, you know, we're boys. We're, we're, we're having a alcoholic beverage together. I'm sorry. This is apple juice, apple juice, not alcohol. Um, wink, wink. Uh, and, and you can understand where I'm coming from. A little more humanized. I'm not. I'm not being a dictator, authoritative. Are there cops that are that way? Yeah, there, there's some asshole cops out there. Um, but I think that's a personality thing. It could be a training issue. Um, so, uh, ever heard of fruit of the poisonous tree? Absolutely. And this is. The, thank you for bringing this up, Jason. This is kind of the point that I'm getting to. If the agent of the facility didn't have a real justification, that is the fruit of the poisonous tree. And that is why it's their fault. <laughs> it's their fault, not the cops. I'm putting it on her. I keep saying her only because of the video. I think it was a girl. <laughs> um, the person. Uh, it's on them. Because they're the fruit of the poisonous tree. And for those that don't understand the fruit of the poisonous tree, it is basically anything that stems from that bad fruit, the bad evidence. Anything after that is, is not legal or justified courts are going to throw that out um so if the agent facility of the public building says you know they got to go they're causing a problem and then it turns out that that person you know we watched some video and that person is um was wasn't doing anything or whatever it is because you know they're filming themselves too so pretty dumb if you lie about a first amendment auditor <laughs> they're filming everything and recording audio somewhere so um if they if they tell the cops can can kill them, you know they got to go off of what the agent says if they're not pr showed any other evidence, and then you got to go. So that that's not the cops' fault. They can only go off what they're told. Um, and if that that's what is considered a credible witness to whatever credible credible complainant. So that that's where that's at. Again, it's not, and you said absolutely, and the cops for blindly violating, they're not blindly violating civil, civil rights. That's, that's what I'm arguing. They're not blindly doing it. They're going off what they're told by this person that works there, runs the building. It makes sense. Versus the hundreds and thousands of people that come in every day, and this one person happens to be the problem at the time. The when you when you're weighing who's more credible at the time that's probably the way that it's going to go now if the manager there happens to cry wolf a lot and the officers used to dealing with that then they're going to adjust um if you get pulled over for an unlawful reason and an illegal search finds 20 kilo all that will be dropped absolutely it could be a dead body in the car that'll be dropped that is the fruit of the poisonous tree he's you're 100% right um but you enforce laws, not feelings. Exactly. That is what the officer is doing. You are, you are conflicting with what the agent facility manager is doing versus what the cop's doing. The cop's showing up. He's getting, a, he's getting facts from, from the manager. He's getting facts from the auditor. And he's got to weigh which one is more credible. That, but if I... If I'm right about the very low burden the officer is required from an agent um, facility manager, then I don't think, I, I think all they have to say is, I want that person to leave. I think, I think all they have to say is that, and that is enough for the officer. I think legally, so it's not them blindly 
doing anything. I think that is how that works. I could be wrong. Could be wrong. Um, and like I said before, that's not how I would do it. It's not how I would do it. Um, damn fingers. Oh, <laughs> absolutely correct. People jump. Uh, I, I see what you're saying, Lisa. <laughs> to to blame. And, and Lisa, to, to kind of lean towards the other way that there are some officers out there that give us a bad rap and then that's why people kind of jump on their bandwagon and the media the social media does not help because what's sexy cops doing bad shit and they get shared over and over and over cops doing good stuff or doing what they're supposed to they don't get shared so um i'm telling you all facts and trying to make you stay on the foresight i i am telling you jason that simply by enforcing the law based on how we are taught and understand it, it's not going to get me fired because I don't have any malice. I'm not out trying to screw anybody over. I'm going to explain it, articulate it just how I explained to you. And then the courts are going to say, you were right or you were wrong because I didn't do anything intentional to violate rights. I'm not trying to violate women's rights. It's when I intentionally do that stuff, when I have bad faith, when I have malice, that is what happens. That's when those officers get fired. Um, so in Texas, I'm not, that's not what I'm worried about. Again, because I'm going to handle it differently. I'm not going to handle it this way. I'm going to talk it out. So um, you have good videos of cops. Look up First Amendment Audit Pass. Uh, sure. I, I know there are, and that's what I'm telling you. I know there are. And I don't have this full video. I don't have all the facts of the, what I showed. I even said at the end, I don't know how it ended because I only had a little TikTok clip to go off of. And that's part of the problem with some of the auditor videos. It's all cut up. It's never the full story. So now you give me raw body cam footage of the whole call. I can tell you what, at least from the perspective of that officer and what he was told. And I could tell you where I would go from there. But in this scenario, I wouldn't have even handled it. This is just me, and I'm not Monday morning quarterbacking this guy, this officer that dealt with it. That auditor, I, I probably already know what the call details are, and I already know that that guy waiting outside is going to be my auditor. I would have started talking to him then. Like, hey, bro, I think I got called on you. Can you tell me what's going on? And I'll even tell him up front, I'm, I'm pretty sure you're a First Amendment auditor. I appreciate what you're doing. I, I understand the mission. And, and let him know, I'm not the one. I'm not the guy you got to worry about because I'm going to try to work this out and, and do it the best I understand it. So I appreciate you trying to save my job. I do appreciate that. But me talking about what I'm seeing versus how I would actually do it are totally different things. So uh, I'm, I'm totally, totally different person when it comes to how this would go. Because I tell you what, as long as I'm not showing up to a violent call, I'm a very chill, relaxed person. I got all day long. I got I got until my Sarge tells me, Levine, it's time to go home. And then he's got to switch it out with another officer or, or he'll make a decision. Um, I'm super pro-cop and super anti-tyrant. Agreed. Um, I'm military still. Swore an oath two times. One is a cop and one is a military member. Um, I do keep police in check. That's kind of part of one of the things I do with this show. Um, fortunately for me, where I work, I don't ever see it. So that's great. It doesn't mean it doesn't exist, but I haven't seen it. The times that I have seen it, our department, it, I shouldn't say I seen it personally, but the department saw it and they handled it. You didn't hear about it. Why? Because they did what they're supposed to. They fired them. They charged them. They... Uh, gave him a suspension, whatever it was, whatever was equivalent. So, um, your personality skills will save your ass, but most cops don't have that. True. Uh, um, some cops don't, some do. Um, some cops get caught on a bad day. That's another factor. So sometimes, uh, my account has been restricted for one hour for hitting the like button too much. <laughs> I didn't know that was a thing. I appreciate the likes though, buddy. Um, but, uh, yeah, I do think having social skills is a big is a big part of policing, Jason. Big time. And and more often than not, that rookie, that zero to five year officer, they're so busy trying to learn the laws 
what they can do, what they can't do. Um, trying not to violate people's rights because <laughs> at least at the academies I've been to, they scare the living hell out of you about violating somebody's rights. You know, that that's a, in my experience, I can't say that for every academy across the nation, but in the three that I've been in, one, one in the Air Force, one up in Michigan and one here, um, that is a major, major part of the academy course. And they will scare the fear of God into you about violating somebody's rights and <laughs> losing your, your gun and badge going to jail. So I ain't trying to do that. Um, best believe if, if, if I'm arresting you, I'm, I've done everything I could. Um, where are you located? I'm in Michigan and part of the support. Sure. Oh, um, so, uh, I was a cop up in Saginaw. I am in Texas now. Um, I'm a part of the support. Sure. Uh, group as well. I think it's probably where I met you or probably how you found out about me. So, um, Hitler rose to power because the cop and military blindly followed orders. Well, I don't, we're, we're getting, now you're getting too extreme, Jason, bring it back down. That's too extreme. <laughs> you can't compare American police to Hitler because it ain't even close, bud. Um, let's see here. Um, I forgot what I was saying, but yeah, Lisa, that's, uh, that's, um, we grew up around Flint, um, Mount Morris area, but, uh, look what just happened with COVID rights violations. Didn't happen in Texas, bud. So, um, I, I, I tell people choose wisely where you live. Choose wisely. Um, I think, I think, uh, you, you definitely have to be careful, um, and pick, pick carefully where you live. But uh, I didn't violate anybody's rights. I didn't make anybody do anything. I didn't enforce any mask laws. I didn't do any of that. So um, is what it is. Not I don't I don't have any intentions of ever doing that either. So, um, but yeah, uh, we're almost right right at an hour, uh, almost an hour. But um, if nobody has any other questions, I think I think I clarified my position <laughs> on that. Um, the two guys, man, that really went after me. I was trying to get them to have a more civil discussion, but it's hard to do when you're just texting back and forth. Um, I'm trying to find their names. So I can give them a little shout out because I do appreciate they, they did keep it mostly civil. So um, where are they? Where are they? Uh, James Bradley, he was one of them, and Nathan Murdoch. Yep, yep. So appreciate the discussion, guys. Uh, like I said, I wish they would have jumped on here. That would have been great. Um, but uh, they didn't, and I don't think they followed the page. They probably just saw the video and were like, you know, here's a chance to stick it to the man. I get it. I get it. I get it. <laughs> so, um, but anyway, guys, uh, appreciate it. And, um, let me see before we go, uh, be sure to check out the latest episode I did with, um, Keith Hanks, um, Scott Rugger, Ruggers, I believe it is. He was, he played on like TV show, like SWAT. Um, he played on several things, UCLA football coach. Um, they got a new film out called, uh, first responders in crisis, all about PTSD and some of the things that they got to go through and the work that needs to be done to help our first responders out with their mental health. Um, because all that does is going to create, create a better product of first responders for y'all, um, that are not in this world. So, uh, very eye opening film that I think comes out in October, October 3rd or something like that. And it's going to be one of those straight to streaming things. Um, uh, that you can rent or buy. It's not going to be that expensive, but um, be sure to support that. It's a documentary. Um, and I put out, I put out a clip of that. So you can check that out on our um, social media pages. Uh, be sure to check out our website and please, as always, as the teenage um, guy, girl in me, uh, <laughs> like subscribe, do all the follows, all those things. It really does help us out and uh, helps us grow. Um, I'm trying to expand. I'm trying to, this is the next lofty goal that I have because we're growing so much is we just hit a hundred thousand uh, followers on Instagram. So that was pretty huge for me. And then uh, I would like to be able to get out to some of these people 
that you guys want me to interview that I want to interview um, that can't make it here. I really don't prefer to interview people through the interwebs. There's a delay. We can't have a natural discussion. Um, so if I could make it to people and kind of do it a little different, I think everybody that really podcasts, I don't think there's many out there that make it to their guests. Um, and I would like to, at least for the big guests, I would like to, that, that a lot of people would like to hear from, I would like to try to do that. Uh, so that's kind of the next lofty goal I have for the podcast. We'll see how that goes. Um, trying to think of uh, podcasts coming down the pipe to expect. Um Poorly made police memes. Um, if you're familiar with that social media page on Facebook, I did I did an interview with him. It's great, it's a funny dude. Um, I did one with the Antihero podcast. Uh, some some sheriff guys out of Florida. Um, very great podcast. They have much grittier um, uh, style police podcast. Um, I love listening to it, but personally, I can't talk the way that they do <laughs> about the stuff they talk about. Um, just because I, I had different, different goals, different goals. Um, I want mine to be more educational doing what we're doing. Um, trying to talk that way and in, 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 in bridging. So, um, very good podcast with those guys. And, uh, let me see who else actually, what am I doing? Let me just look at the folder of my shit that I still got to do. I got to edit some of these episodes I'm talking about. I've been kind of lazy. I'm in sergeant training. So anybody that seen that update, I'm training to be a sergeant. I just got done with the first week of training. Went great. Um, I got my last week of training coming up and uh, I haven't had time. Um, my schedule got shifted to to evenings. And then after that, I'm going to go to midnight. So <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to wake up all the time. Um, okay. So what was I doing? Oh, I was going to tell you guys the episodes to expect. So let me go to my podcast folder. And, uh, so I got the anti-hero podcast, um, Irish angel, Amanda Coleman. She will be, uh, if you guys aren't familiar with that, um, uh, nonprofit look up Irish angel. She's a lady from Ireland comes out and looks at everything to do with PTSD with, um, cops. And, uh, it, she's just a great human being in general. So that's a really good one. Um, I already released the Heidi chance one that was a sex trafficking expert. She was amazing. I had a lot of hits on that, by the way. That did, I, I thought it would do good, but it did really well, really well. So I was very happy with that one. Um, by the way, if you guys could do me a favor, I am learning that I screwed up a little bit with my audio podcasting um, and my video. So I am no longer going to put the full-length episodes on YouTube. I'm just going to put the clips. Um, and if you want to hear the podcast and listen to the whole thing, You'll go to, you know, Apple, Buzzsprout, Spotify, whatever it is. But if you do listen, please subscribe to to that part. I didn't realize there was a difference. I thought if you went and listened to it, it automatically counted. It doesn't. So if you could, please subscribe to one of those. And we're on a lot of audio platforms. Um, and vice versa. If you're a person that likes our shorts, if you like our, um, our, our regular videos, the clips of the podcast in itself, I've been trying to mix some humor, some education, and and the podcast all together. And that's really helped us grow. Um, please subscribe to that. That man, that, that helps a lot. Um, so, uh, the Keith Hanks one, I kind of jumped that episode ahead of some people because their, their movies or documentaries coming out soon. So be sure to check that out. Um, you better know your shit, Sergeant. Yeah, I know. I'm trying, bro. I'm so nervous about that too. I really am. I hope my guys don't screw that up. <laughs> um, and, Oh, uh, Rob Lediger. There's another one. He's a former U.S. Marshal. And um, we talk about his U.S. Marshal time and then some controversial shit that kind of happened to him towards the end of his uh, career kind of forced him out right at the end. He retired, but it, it forced him to retire early. Um, defending one of his troops, Jason, as we're talking about being a good sergeant. He was defending one of his people and uh, got him booted out. So um, let's see. Anything else? Nope. Nope. That's it. We're, we're right at an hour. Appreciate everybody checking in. Um, again, please. I'm gonna. This guy sound like a broken record. Please subscribe. I'm gonna beg. Please subscribe. Please. This shit helps so much. Get somebody to follow us on any of the social medias. Uh, it's it's free. It takes a few seconds, and it really. I did not realize how much it helps, but it helps us so much. Uh, so now now I'm gonna be a beggar. Um, 
But no, guys, I appreciate it. Jason. Thank you for the discussion. Lisa, let me give shouts out to everybody that jumped in here. Um, let's see. I know Tristan was another one. Tristan Francis. Thank you, buddy. Um, Frank Sloop jumped in. I appreciate you, bud. Uh, from Fridays with Frank out of Pinell County. Shout out to Pinell County, guys. Great. Um, uh, McGallan. Uh, check out McGallan Made It. Laser engraving guy that I'm friends with. Does great work. He made the hats the, that we put out for a while. So, um, And he's working on trying to make me a new one So, um, with the new logo. So we'll see how that goes. And then uh, let's see. Anybody else? Anybody else? Nope. That's everybody. Oh, John Verde. Um, go check out Hey Blue. Find him on LinkedIn. I'm pretty sure he's on a bunch of other social media. Social media. I ran out of breath. Um, he's on a bunch of other social media stuff. And uh, check out Hey Blue. It's very cool. So, um, Jason, uh, you're who they will be requesting when the audits happen. Yeah, you're right. I know. I know, buddy. <laughs> I, I'm getting. That's why I had this. I'm trying to get short up before that shit hits me. <laughs> but all right, guys. I appreciate y'all. Have a good night.